Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. Thank you all so much for tuning into the show. We've been doing this for a few months now, and it's been a really cool experience for us here at Builder Funnel. We hope you are enjoying the show as well. Um, I've been... Goodness, I've been reading about the coronavirus since early January when I first reported that uh, the coronavirus could affect the supply chain of the materials that construction companies use here in the U.S. And four months later, the story has gotten so much closer to home. So with that in mind, uh, I've got some good news to report this week, along with some pandemic-related news this week. So stay tuned. It's Monday, May 4th. Let's dive in. Let's start with the good news, shall we? CNBC is reporting that demand appears to be coming back for newly built homes. Although sales of newly built homes fell off a cliff during the national shutdown, demand appears to be coming back. Great sign. Potential homeowners are especially seeking out newly built homes. CNBC spoke with the team at John Burns Real Estate Group, who tracks hundreds of builders across the country. And they found in their research that demand for new construction has mostly come from renters, younger couples with a dual income whose jobs are relatively stable despite the goings on in the country. They said, quote, we're still down roughly 65%, but more positive news is coming out of the new home market, particularly for builders who are targeting the first time and entry level buyers, end quote. Several home builders are also seeing an uptick in sales for their spec homes, which is a new phenomenon for many of them. An uptick in website traffic on the builder level and on the national level has also been reported. Zillow, the nation's largest real estate site, has also reported an increase in website visitors, while Redfin reported more inquiries coming from online users than ever before. Home builders point to a variety of things that are making it easier for buyers in this environment. New homes are just that, they're new, and the public is a little germophobic right now, understandably so. But with the invention of new technology and virtual tours, social distancing when it comes to actually seeing the home in person, uh, you know, things are looking up for home builders. And of course, builders can always sweeten the deal by adding incentives or upping commissions for real estate agents. So there's some opportunity for growth there. CNBC is also reporting that first-time homebuyers are especially antsy to get out of the city. They said that consumers are also hungry for a deal, especially the first-time buyers. Quote, if you're working on a quick move-in or one of the speculative inventory sales, you might be able to get some sort of discount in the new home market at this point, which is very attractive to that group. This makes sense. The smaller the home, the harder it is to stay inside. Although millennials are known for flocking to coastal cities, the pandemic may end up affecting where they choose to live. Plus, if more and more companies decide to keep workers working from home, maybe more and more living in the suburbs may not sound like such a bad option, (laughs) especially if a long commute is no longer an issue. I know that's a problem of many of my friends who are, of course, the millennials. Now, While the sales of new homes are still low overall, 
It's important to note that attitudes towards the purchase of a new home, especially in the trigger shy millennial generation, is an encouraging sign. Well, the Joint Center of Housing Studies at Harvard University is projecting that spending on remodeling projects is going to decrease in just about half of the nation's largest metros. The JCHS previously reported that more than 75% of the nation's largest metropolitan areas were slated to see an increase in remodeling spend this year. That has changed. In Harvard's latest report, they indicated that nearly half of all big cities would experience a decline, and only 1-3% to of cities could end up seeing an increase in activity compared to 2019. Abby Will over at Harvard University says, quote, With the pandemic exacerbating localized slowdowns in house prices, existing home sales, and home building, many metros will see even more pronounced erosion of home renovation spending this year. The largest remodeling spending is not isolated to any one region, but is projected to occur in markets throughout the country, including Orlando, Kansas City, Omaha, and Portland. End quote. Interesting. Other cities project to make gains in remodeling, and those cities include Cleveland, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tampa, and Phoenix. I'm going to give you a little, well, actually a big piece of insight that most construction companies don't even realize. Nearly all of the problems you encounter in your projects and business have one thing in common, communication or lack thereof. Think about the last time a project went sideways. I'm guessing if you traced it back to its source, it had something to do with a missed or miscommunication. In fact, 72% of client unhappiness is directly attributed to poor communication during projects. Needless to say, good communication needs to be a priority in your business, and that's especially true with everything that's happening around us today. BuildBook has created a simple solution that makes communicating with your clients and team incredibly easy so nothing slips through the cracks. And as a reminder, they've also made it 100% free for you to use during this uncertain climate we're currently in. So hit pause right now and text BuildBook, one word, to 33777 and they'll send you a link to sign up. All right, let's get back to the show. A new survey is out this week from Realtor.com that indicates that people are getting antsy in their homes. That seems to be the common theme of this week's show, isn't it? When asked what their greatest desire was for a new home or for their home in general, their responses were similar. Over 20% responded that a new updated home was their top desire while 13% responded that they wanted a newly updated kitchen. About 10% said they wanted a home gym. But most people, most people reported that they simply wanted more natural light and a yard. I feel that. Here's what's interesting. Those who skewed younger, the 35 to 54 group, reported wanting things like a home gym and a yard, while those 55 and older reported that wanting a new kitchen and an updated home style in general was their top desire. Realtor.com also reported that at least one-third of this survey's respondents have tried a home improvement project on their own. Cleaning closets and garages, gardening, and painting walls were among the top projects listed. Well, the Paycheck Protection Program has been a hot topic lately for many reasons, and it's back in the news this week as lawmakers aim to tighten the restrictions on who is and who isn't eligible for the program. 
New guidelines for the PPP have the American General Contractors of America worried. The president of the AGC, Stephen Sander, says in a letter to the Treasury Secretary, if the latest guidance disqualifies AGC borrowers for program loans, they will have to pay the loans back and exhaust their cash and lines of credit, and the pandemic's ultimate impact on their operations will be that much more severe. The American Council of Engineering Company spokesman also lobbied the Treasury Secretary, saying that the new provisions are, quote, causing concern and confusion. Although the PPP program was originally intended for smaller companies with less than 500 employees, they allowed companies with multiple offices below the 500 person threshold to submit multiple applications, which is how you got companies like Potbelly and Shake Shack and even the Lakers to apply and receive tens of million dollars in funds. As of last week, the SBA is now planning to review all approved PPP loans valued at over $2 million. That's the news this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out some of our newer shows right here on Builder Funnel Radio, Building a Family Business with Wes and Brooks Powell, which is a must listen if you're running your business with a family member, which I know a lot of you are. We've also got my colleague at Builder Funnel, Danielle Photo, who is an SEO expert, I mean expert on this stuff, and she's got a new mini-series called Remodeling Your SEO. It's right here on Builder Funnel Radio. I highly recommend you go give that show a listen because she's got tons of great information for builders and remodelers on SEO, that's search engine optimization, and why it's so important to you and your business. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.